0: You're listening to the One of us.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. Oh, 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 buckle up, true believers! I was gonna do the Stanley voice, but come on, that's nobody wants to hear. That, that. It's really Stan- difficult. No, I was saying, I was going to, and then I was like, "Don't you do it." You were going to? Yeah, I was going to, <laughs> well, I'm gonna continue this real quick. Oh, you want to see me actually try to do, actually, the yes. I Lee? do this? I do actually. Yeah. Uh, 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 um. me, 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 me me That's Go a, on. a terrible okay. impression. <laughs> <Go on>. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> true believers. It's not too bad, right? That's that's. I mean, but that's it's prize. a difficult impression. The problem is though. Even if it was better, after, like, 30 seconds, it would just Danny's turn into us. Bela Lugosi. That's my thing with accents. No matter what I do, Every accent, you just go to Dracula? It just turns to Dracula at some point. I don't know what I know it the is.
1: feeling. When I try doing Sean Connery, it turns into Optimus Prime. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, we are all, like, kind of, like, crazy-headed right now, because we just came back from seeing Spider-Man No Way Home, the third movie in the live-action MCU Spider-Man universe, I'll say that I like the first two Spider-Mans quite a bit, but I think they also left a lot to be desired in some ways. I don't agree with all the criticisms, but I tend to understand them. Like the whole, we don't really like Peter with like just being Tony Stark's bitch.
1: <laughs> yeah. like
0: all this high tech stuff that kind of comes way later in the comics and it doesn't feel earned and mm. yada, 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 whatever, however you feel about that stuff. But as we know, spoiler: Tony Stark is dead now. Stark Industries is all but He died. I down. thought we're not talking spoilers. <laughs> yeah, okay? yeah. For, no, for other movies, we can talk. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh. Yeah. oh, he did. So, so he's, he's alive, alive then. the Spider-Man okay, cool. movies were not good. <laughs> <laughs> i mean andrew garfield was good in them yeah, yes sure. he's yeah. very
1: good in them uh,
0: spoiler spoiler spoiler, spoiler. Uh, you, we don't have to keep saying spoiler it's fine <laughs> and the reason for that is because we're going to be as cautious as we can in this review about not spoiling anything that wasn't shown in the poster or the trailer and i mean that includes not even talking about stuff that there were separate news stories about if it wasn't in the trailer or the poster we're not going to talk about it uh until we do which is the point where i'm going to stop dead and go okay we can't hold it back anymore we're gonna we gotta talk spoilers we'll give you a hell, a hell of because yeah. there's just too much
2: i feel like we're all doing like the pee dance in our seats yeah. for like the first half that's, of this th- episode that's that's i'm a professional
3: <laughs> rye whiskey right now just to calm that down now, let's but, yeah. talk about all the spoilers you <laughs> know this is john watts coming
0: back for a third time to direct one of these knocking it
3: out of the park i mean
0: i guess it's mm-hmm. like finally third time's the charm Because, holy shit, Uh, and, you know, we've been kind of in a melancholy period in the MCU, you know, post the blip, post the disappearance of Captain America, the death of Black Widow, the death of Tony Stark. Nobody's really hanging out a lot. (laughs) In fact, Wong is the only guy who seems to hang out with literally anyone. It's like, oh, you got powers? Hey, Wong's here. Hey, Wong, come on. Let's go to karaoke. (laughs) Let's go do karaoke. I would do karaoke with Wong. I would, too. So, like, Peter, in this... When you come off the end of the last one, where a Mephisto just totally outed Mysterio. him, which is Mysterio. Mysterio, st- Sorry. Yeah, I was no like, what?
3: Mephisto.
0: I was like, are you That's making? Not that. Mephisto. It's you said okay. I couldn't yeah. make
3: stuff up. Oh my god. Okay, we're gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> Jesus. We doubt that. We doubt that. <laughs> the table is too big to so, flip. Joe Casada plays Mephisto. I really, I, believe I really that. wish we just kept go- going with that, and we're like. I fucking knew it! (laughs) But Mysterio totally outed
0: him at the end before he died, and the world believes that Mysterio was a hero, and Spider-Man straight up killed him, thanks to some degree from the judicious editing of J. Jonah Jameson, who, of course, hates Spider-Man. As, uh-huh. as he always does
3: this the universe is alex jones yeah the
2: better alex jones than alex jones <laughs> but, yeah,
0: but when mean, we meet peter he low-bar. is Very you know low-bar. everywhere he goes people are like oh my god it's spider-man it's spider-man some people are like i love you spider-man and other people are like fuck you spider-man we're team mephisto or not Mephisto. mephisto,
2: stop, mephisto. Saying,
1: mephisto. Mysterio. God, stop saying I, I shouldn't have made that deal if you say it
2: a third time you're going to summon him into our
0: world <laughs> well, just
1: like, say ray oh. mysterio and we'll never have the issue of again. <laughs> i'll
0: be nice and i'll be like Make it where Spider-Man never made a deal with you. <laughs> <laughs> Make it to where Ghost
1: Rider never happened.
0: So, yeah, I mean, his life kind of sucks, and it sucks as well for his friends who are outed alongside him because you know it's Peter Parker. Everyone go like, well, Peter Parker's girlfriend is MJ, played, uh, played by Zendaya. Am I saying that right? Is it Zendaya? Yeah, I it's, think It's so.
3: pronounced Mephisto. Oh, gosh, <laughs> nice. uh, it's pronounced <laughs> Prince. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of
0: course his, his old friend Ned Leeds also Both of them just kind of thrown under the bus Although weirdly Flash Thompson who's going around Going everywhere going hey i was Spider-Man's best friend I wrote oh a book God, after I a day and a half so Like everyone's like yeah whatever you're fine uh, I guess no one believes him yeah. <laughs> Which why would you but he has always been The biggest Spider-Man fan just not a Peter Parker one Anyway so they're kind of like Well this sucks and there's people everywhere And they need to get happy John Favreau's help Because they got to get out of that apartment with with Aunt May and he hooks them up with, you know, the Stark investment apartment that's like triple locked and secret and all that stuff to go hang out in. Uh, but ultimately, what really sets this plot in motion is when they're all applying to MIT and none of them can get in because, oh, guess what? Um, they're like, you would be more trouble than you're worth. And Peter's like, man, it's not even just me. Like, I want to get in MIT, but I hate the fact this happened to my friends. So what do you do? What do you do when you're Peter Parker in New York City and you don't know where else to turn? We're like, oh, I know a guy, <laughs> Dr. Strange, cover batch. And Peter, as I love, they make all too clear, doesn't really understand how magic works on any level. And is like, so is there anything you could kind of do to help? Well, as it turns out, there is. And it's not turning back time, because as they established, he no longer has the Time Infinity Stone uh, set in the amulet, so he can't turn back time anymore. But what he can do is a spell that will make everyone forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. The problem is Peter can't control himself because he's a teenager and as the spell's going on, he's like, wait, oh, uh, hold on, can you make MJ not forget me? Oh, and Ned too. And what about Aunt May? And it kind of futzes... Also a up... pizza. Yeah, Also a pizza. <laughs> and it kind of futzes <laughs> with the spell, much to Doctor Strange's deep annoyance. And before you know it, uh, who is that guy with the giant tentacle arms over there? Uh, who is that? Yes, indeed it is. And once again, if you haven't seen the trailers, this is the spoiler, but it's been all over the trailers. That is... Dr. Octopus. And not just any Dr. Octopus. This is Dr. Octopus from the original trilogy, Spider-Man 2, with Alfred Molina. He's like, hello, Peter. But then he's
3: like, wait a minute. That's a great Stan Lee, by the
0: way. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it was Mephisto.
1: It was Blackheart. Everyone knows it. But then he's
0: like, you're not Peter. Who the fuck are you? All right. So you get it from the trailers. The upshot is universes are colliding. Everyone basically who knows who Peter Parker is or that Peter Parker is Spider Man from parallel universes ends up falling through windows into this world. Which you know, I mean, I could criticize the fact saying strange is like there's infinite multiverses, so there should have been infinite people popping up everywhere of like variations of things, but yeah. no, what we're seeing is characters and the actors who played them from the original Toby McGuire series and from the original Andrew Garfield series as their worlds fuse together. You've seen all these villains on screen uh, in multiple trailers they've shown. This is not really a surprise at all. And Peter's gotta figure out how to fix the situation. Because no one's actually told him yet with great power comes great responsibility. I mean wait for it, but <laughs> it hasn't actually happened yet. So this is the movie about when Peter decides Man, maybe it is time to finally grow up a bit, and uh, and you better, because you're fighting the sinister fucking six from all across the multiverse. Yeah. Uh, but joining me on this review is...
3: Oh, hello, right? <laughs>
1: right?
2: Mephisto. Mephisto. Mephisto!
3: Mephisto! That sounded like Stanley. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: kids. <laughs> and Danny Danger.
1: Spider right.
0: Of course, Spider-Man. It, I it, forgot
1: my actual good Spider-Man jacket. Apparently,
3: if you weren't there on this review, people would riot. You, know? you had so much Spider-Man like gear on there; it w- it. Just I forgot some of it too, which is the worst part. Which is really upsetting. Uh, yeah, 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 very on, upsetting. A lot of different, a multiverse
1: of levels. Uh, <laughs> the rep was very excited to see me, though.
0: So, can I say that I thought? Okay, this is going to be one of those movies where they bring up all these characters and they're like, look, it's that character. And they just kind of, okay, now shuffle them off. You got your moment. Go away. That's not the movie we have here. No. We have a movie that is not only really, really respectful of the original two series that came out, but realizes there's a lot of emotional weight that's still just hanging there from those films that just hasn't really... Come to fruition hasn't got a closure Point and it really wants to make those Things have a closure point point. It offers Some really unique solutions to do that Here Uh, and those solutions In question are ones that Are so utterly a stupid Thing Peter Parker would do But is so entirely In character with Peter Parker where literally Everyone but Captain America would probably be mad At him about it like what are you
1: doing That's the thing I liked about this movie Is it is the most Peter Parker he's been in All three films in my opinion like he's yeah. so just like, I love everything. Every decision he makes in this movie, I'm like, I get it. This is what Peter Parker would do. It's hope. He believes, it's like, no, we can do this. We
3: can fix these things. We can do good mm-hmm. even by these villains if possible. There's always
1: another way is basically your yeah. yes. thought process in it.
2: The fascinating thing to me is that I have kind of a... a... Uh, a weird thing about like the mcu is very big now and so we have the opportunity to see neurodiversity within the mcu and one of the care you know i have adhd is something that's very important to me and one of the characters that i've always really felt like um has and and functions and benefits from having adhd is peter parker Um, And that's through the comics and through the movies and all of that. And I think that the scene with him and Doctor Strange where he keeps like impulsively being like, oh, no, and now I remember that I need to add this. And now I remember (laughs) that I need to add this is very just textbook ADHD impulsivity. And it really tickled me because it just it fits with his character. It makes so much sense. Um, and it's, it's just, it was a really a joy to watch the way that his brain works through these things. And, um, Uh, there's something very satisfying about watching Peter try to save all, not one of his villains, but all of his villains. I
0: mean, it's the first one of this, these three films that I feel like really is completely and utterly about Peter Parker and who he is as a person. And with a lot of classic elements, but a lot of newer in the comics elements as well. Um, yeah. The others are like, okay, that's there, but they're doing it on a sort of like surface level. And it ends up being about all the other stuff on the side, whether it's Tony Stark or it's like whatever cool stuff the villains have going on here. Here, we already know all these villains. We know who all these people are and what, what happened to them. And they get a chance for Peter to actually be explored as a real... What feels like a real person for the first time. Other than, I think, the the Avengers films he's in.
2: Well, and some of the villains, too.
3: Yeah. All of the of, villains. Yeah, all yeah. of the
2: villains really... I mean, everything that happens in this movie to every single villain benefits them and enriches them as a character.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone has an a actual arc. For how small the arc is, they still at least have one. Yeah, you every do. single yeah. villain it's, has an arc. Every single one of them is satisfying of what, like, uh, their turns, their, like, their conclusions. I was like, how the... I was was just thinking about this on the car right here, and what's the the biggest complaint about, like, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3? Too many villains! How the hell did this pull it off with... Two to three times more because you
0: didn't need to spend a third of the movie introducing yeah. the villains and giving them a backstory. Also, Tefra Grace was there, are. right? <laughs> <laughs> that, Grace was not here. But though.
2: we did. We've had we've had a lot of movies over the course of this year that have felt like it's like oh, I really liked that character, but I'd like to see more of them. It was really refreshing to go into a theater and be like oh, they're going to touch on this character, and it's actually going to be a complete story arc without taking up so much empty space and time and blowing mm-hmm. hot air into the movie. Like it was just very precisely timed. And, and perfect.
0: And it, you know, it keeps reminding you, this is not the Spider-Man from the comics. This is not that Spider-Man. We never set out to make that Spider-Man. This is a different version of Spider-Man. So things are going to happen differently than they happen in the comic books. And that's important in a multiverse setup, of course, but they really doubled down on that as if to remind people who are, have problems with the first two movies, like, Jesus Christ, people, it's not the comic books, it's a different version of Spider-Man. And I, I thought that was actually kind of important for them to kind of put their foot down on that and go, yeah. All that being said, as much as it's sort of spending a lot of time going back into the past of the other franchises and sort of fixing the emotional weight that was left hanging from a lot of these villains... It's moving Parker and the story forward in a way where it can get past them, where it's like, we don't need to see again now in this universe, Electro yeah. and Goblin and Sandman and all these characters. We don't need them anymore, like maybe eventually, but it's kind of embracing the future or at the very least 10, 20 years ago in the comics, which now is, I guess, the future for the MCU, which is Spider-Man's had a lot of villains since then and a lot of shit has happened to him that was cool. This is kind of going for that, but at the same time, it's also kind of putting him in a place where he's starting from base level. Like anyone who bitched about all the stuff about, like, I don't like the way he just kind of like was thrown into it. And we never really got like the origin story stuff. This is going to be the movie that's going to make you happy.
1: Yeah. I agree 100% with that. And the, the, what I liked about this movie is it confirms so many like Spider-Man type things that just don't exist in that universe. Mm-hmm. Like in the MCU, which I found fascinating because, because everyone was always thinking like, well, when are they going to introduce this? Or when are they introduced that? So well, it turns out some of that stuff just straight up doesn't exist here. Like some of these people just have never happened. And I thought that was interesting because it's like, does that mean they could come in back or, or there's just that character will never have an actual MCU version of them. So we're going right. to do a
0: non-final thoughts rating here so we can move to the spoiler section because I know we're all dying to talk about the spoiler stuff here. Uh, yeah. All right. So, right. What is your rating here?
3: Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Throw you, throw you right into the fire. So do I have to give like a like a whole thing of like no, why no, I liked it, or just, just like a... you just have to give it? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh,
0: Somebody else. Wanna we're not I want
3: to give it a uh, nine and a half out of ten natural spider webs.
1: Spider Mike, <laughs> uh, I give it ten out of ten PS4 references. Because there's one specific reference that I that I can't say because it's a spoiler. But I just want to say, if you had any issues with the last two Spider-Man films, you will not have those issues with this Mm-mm. film. You Do will you have mean- so much goddamn fun with Once this again, film. Once again, just the Go rating. For it. Just I know, I'm just saying <laughs> I am because so people aren't going to stop. So yeah. Because
2: no one stole my rating, and oh, I can't nice. believe it. Um, I give this movie 10 out of 10. Superior foes of Spider-Man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm just deeply in love with this thing. I think it's like you know. I mean, it's neck and neck with the animated one, but for live action, it's a 10 out of 10. Uh broken masks I was happy to see broken.
3: Okay, hold on one second. I'm going to I'm going to re- I'm going to uh retract something cuz now I feel like the asshole here. <laughs> because I just did 9.5 and I was like, I think someone else is going to do like an 8 or a 9 yeah, you or suck. Like
2: We don't need this kind of negativity. Get, Get out. out. I
3: loved and it. Don't leave the leave the whiskey. I'm going to give it 10 out of 10. I'm going to do that. I'm going to retract it. I'm doing it again. Go 10 it. out Run of 10. Into your feels. You yep. could
1: have edited that, changed yourself. I know <laughs> <that's true. laughs> that now. I'm going to keep all this in. <laughs> so.
0: Spoiler time We're going into a full spoiler discussion If you do not want to hear spoilers about this film The big reveals it makes Of which there are many oh my Okay, God. let's talk then, about the biggest one Mephisto Holy <laughs> shit No,
1: the biggest one is Bruce Wayne as Batman <laughs> I didn't know that shocking. was going to happen Absolutely shocking Bruce
0: Wayne as Batman? Uh, you didn't know? That playboy? Fuck fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Well That mouth, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and it was like Spider Pig. It was the one who figured it out. So it was like he he actually saved Martha Wayne. So it was Pearls Before Swine. (laughs) Uh, Oh my god! I had to go go. a long way for that pun. I'm sorry. I love you so much for that pun, though. Spoiler talk (laughs) thing. Uh, Anyway, so the spoiler talk is: it's not just the villains who come through, and it takes a while. At one point, I'm going: Are they gonna
2: do it? Everything (laughs) that you thought was gonna happen in this movie. Happens and you are going to enjoy and love every bit of it anyway. And it's I glorious.
0: Never thought I would be as like hair standing on end happy as seeing Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, and Tom Holland all just shooting the shit together oh, as I was so during good. like many oh, scenes in
3: this. Like a long time. Like, okay, so we could go full spoilers. We could talk about anything. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> so it's crazy because you think that like, the oh, floodgates. they're only going to have like. Uh, maybe a scene or two. Nah. They're like a part of this fucking story with yeah, with Tom Holland. Yeah, like the whole second part. half. The so yep. whole second half of this goddamn movie. And when, you know, we were at a press screening, and as soon as Andrew Garfield, he was the first Spider-Man that came into the scene, the audience were like, "Yes!" And this like is everyone... just critics.
1: and they were like, "Woohoo!" Yeah, yeah everyone and cheered it was like a very crazy. Vocal audience. I realized it was him the second that portal opened because I'm like, yeah. "Those eyes are fucking big." Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what that's I off of that suit. suit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: but when Tobey Maguire showed up, I just literally started crying. I'm sorry, I'll say it. I, I did got giddy Oh, my I face.
2: cried so many times through I this kinda movie. I kind of did too. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: I, I just like, and the conversations. Like I said, the way that they set up with the villains that, oh, they get arcs and they get sort of closure on things and they do things you wouldn't expect with them to do, but that really work here. Here, you're really seeing the three very different personalities in some ways of the Peter Parkers interacting with each other because they were very different in those movies. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot that they're absolutely the same on as well. And we watch them kind of become brothers and and sort of they heal say that their too? own heal their own wounds through mm-hmm. being able to talk to each other. In one especially super notable moment that I was like, okay, I'm now I'm just gonna cry. I'm not gonna be ashamed about it. Where MJ is falling and Garfield yep. gets his yes. redemption moment to save her, and I was like, lasagna specifically. Oh, oh my god, I just was like, yes. I mean, the moment <coughs> she's falling, you're like, it's. Garfield's gonna save her, right? Because yeah. that's the only thing that makes sense here the way it's been going. Even and it from does. watching the
2: trailers, I was like, if, if Garfield shows up, he's gotta be the one to catch her. It just has to...
0: Yeah, it had to happen. It and
2: has to happen. Both
0: of them are just... I mean, Tom Holland, I think, is a great actor, young actor. He's terrific. And he's great at this role. But man, seeing the fact that Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield were not sleepwalking through this at no. all. No. They were all in emotionally into these parts and really played it up. Here's and, the yeah. thing... You know, I mean, you, were like, you feel those are those people still. But even better. Oh, my God. Anytime they're together on screen, it's funny as fucking shit. <laughs> oh, it was
1: hysterical. There's one thing I want to say about Toby the most is that he played it with such a calmness that showed that he's this, like, no, I've been doing this for a long, yeah. a long this time. This
3: veteran, this, like, weary yeah. veteran
1: just knows that,
3: yeah, there's, without great power comes great responsibility. And, like, man, it can be rough sometimes. But, like, that's who we are. We can get through this. Yeah, there's and, so many
1: quiet moments where he's God. just... They're like looking at Tom and you're just like, man, there's so much in your face that you're that you're saying without even saying. Yeah, it. I mean,
0: Garfield is all I mean, he's older and they establish in the ways that he's older. And at first he's like, oh, God, you're just a kid to Tom Holland. But he's still really messed up. Like, he's yeah. the guy who's like ha- has not gotten over the death of Gwen Stacy and is still really fucked up about mm-hmm. it. And is, you know, a young man, you know, not a teenager, but a young man. McGuire is an adult. He's been doing this for a long time and he's just kind of come to peace with things mm-hmm. he's spider-man in the comics from pretty much like the mid-70s on where yeah. you're like yeah. he has like figured out who he is he knows who he is as a person and you know this is how yeah. it is you know the
2: amazing thing about peter parker as a character and i think we saw this with intro to the spider you know, in, into the spider verse as well as well as like the numerous spider-man cartoons is that like He has such a strong and definitive personality that every iteration of Peter Parker is different. And particularly with these live action guys, you know, when you consider like, I I think the the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man going back and listening to the soundtracks tells you everything you need to know about like Mm -hmm. what we wanted from a Spider-Man at that time. And we jokingly call Tobey Maguire the emo (laughs) Spider-Man because that was like... That was what was cool yeah. back then, and then you know you have Andrew Garfield who is a lot softer and is much more the quippy Spider-Man, and then you have Peter who has this very this very different setup. He works in a team, which he points out, you yeah, know, he's a team yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, and just seeing the three of these Spider-Men that represent sort of different periods of of my developmental life growth. Three iterations of Spider-Man coming from across this spectrum of my life was just... Very satisfying. Yeah. And it also felt very appropriate that this was a Christmas end of year. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: that also sort of helped with that wrapping up feeling. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm punching my mic. It's, it's, that's
0: okay. <laughs> it's both a sense of closure to the three Spider-Man films that have happened so far, as well as some other storylines in the MCU as well. But it also is opening a door to a new year, you know, a new story that's going yeah. to happen here. And, and, and not in a sort of like uh, cliffhanger way, in a sort of like... Hey, this is uh, Peter Parker. He's poor. He's got an apartment. Nobody really knows who he is. He's going to have to go get a job. Guess where that will probably be. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait. You know, I can't... I'm can't. i just the Daily
3: Bugle podcast, I assume. Which was like, oh, why didn't they just like have him apply yeah. just to have that there? Right. Um, that would have been funny. As I, I mean,
0: I think that there's only one thing at all that I was like, God, I kind of I know that this would have been impractical, but I really wish they had found a way to say we we can't close it. They're just here. I would have kind of loved that because then Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield would have been forced to go off and, like, Ben Riley and Scarlet Spider and shit. They would have been like, well, we can't all be Peter Parker, but we've all got spider powers. I would have killed to see them stay in the MCU. Tobey Maguire would be
3: like, please don't do this to me. <laughs> Dude, that guy's not getting <laughs> as much I did this work. for three movies and he's, it nearly killed my career. He's
0: not getting as much work as he used to. I'm no. I would say yes. God, I hope he does not.
2: after this. He was stellar. Like, he, he really just, was. The way that he picked up on the emotionality of his Spider-Man and his Peter Parker and seeing him like sort of not uh, to, to see him sort of like after all of this time dealing with all this trauma, but also like surviving, there was a huge, um, there was a huge air about his character of like, I've had to do some very tough emotional things to survive, but I'm here and sort of serving as like a beacon of, of hope for survival and, and you know, the coming to the other side of grief for both, you know, Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland, who is going to need it after.
3: Oh my God. And the fact that he saves Tom Holland from doing a thing he shouldn't do. Yeah. yeah. Which is just a beautiful,
0: that's like reminds me in Spider-Man too, when he saves a subway train, where you're just like, you see it on his face, that same look. And you're like, Man, because that's who that Spider Man is, yeah. and this is who yeah. every Spider Man eventually becomes. Mm-hmm. I have you know? a feeling
2: that I'll go back and rewatch the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies tonight with a much <laughs> greater appreciation for the character. I will, however, stop as soon as the end credits roll because I will not bring Nickel back into my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, you know I'm constantly living in fear of any given film that it's going to end with Imagine Dragons. So I hear what you're
3: saying.
0: <laughs> but you know, as far as like little e- Easter egg fun stuff that was here. There's a point where like they're all going. What are we gonna do? Like the three Spider-Man. Like I, two of them, the two old ones. Like well, we've never really fought in a team before. You know, Tom Holland's like, well, I have. I was on the Avengers. And Tobey Maguire's like, the Avengers. That's amazing. Is that a band? (laughs)
1: It's (laughs) fucking amazing in
0: his world. I was like, love that. Love that Ned finally gets something that goes. Oh, Ned's gonna have a thing where basically they they have to go to Dr. Strange. Like, sorry, Dr. Strange, we disagree with you. So Peter somehow manages to trap him in the mirror universe for the bulk of the film. 12 so hours. They can get their shit done. But Ned has got his little, like, uh, what do you call it? The thing ring? What is it? Uh, they just call ring. it the ringy F- thing. Fling, the fling ring. Yeah, the sling ring. Or yeah, sling ring, yeah, yeah. And he can use it. And they're like, okay, is that a, I mean, is it just a thing anybody could use it if you got the, like, passcode or whatever? But apparently not, because later on, Steven, s- Steven is like, um... You were doing that? Interesting. It Which took Steven like, oh, like, years, so that's, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be a thing at Hopefully. some Hopefully, oh, totally. You know? I'm
2: ready for that to be a thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's so many nice little moments like that, and yet with all of the stuff, and it just constantly pays attention to all these little dreams as a Spider-Man fan of stuff, you're like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if that happened and then it happens? What really works here is that emotional content. Uh, the closure of these characters, mm-hmm. them coming together... And finally, really getting Tom Holland to a place as Spider-Man that I didn't know how they were going to get him to. I was like, I'm not sure how this is going to work, but they are struggling with him as emotionally as a character. Mm -hmm. They don't know what to do. This did it.
2: Well, there were some, there were also some really clever, um, like, it's not necessarily a retcon, but sort of like retcon of certain characters who didn't get their fair treatment. Like Jamie Foxx is the best example.
1: Oh, absolutely. Who was
2: just his char- electro was an awful character in design. And personality and, and characterization, and he is just absolute hardcore badass in this yeah,
0: film. I, I like as well that because of the once again, no Avengers in those other guys' universe, so there's no super high tech geniuses floating around for them to deal with. Like basically, the Goblin and
3: Ock are the biggest geniuses in those. Yeah, worlds. like Norman Osborn right? is really the Tony Stark of
0: but that world. Technology is so far advanced in Tom Holland's world that they're like, <laughs> they look at Doc Ock, he's like, oh look, his chip's burned out. Yeah, we does just replicate one. There you go, you're fine. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, just, and I like that. Like, holy shit! And I love it because I love Good Doc Ock. I've always loved oh. Good Doc yeah, Ock. One of him. my favorite things. I was when he. And my only sad thing is he
3: won't get to date Aunt May.
1: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> there's uni- there's other universes where he totally does yeah, that. Hey I'm, I'm cool with that. that. Can sure. we at
3: least say that I think that this movie solidifies that Willem Dafoe is the probably greatest villain in the MCU. He's <laughs> the Green Goblin. second
2: rating was 10 out of 10 Wild Eyes of Willem Dafoe. Dude, he... <laughs>
3: <That's>, <laughs> that, that would have been a really good
0: other rating. He is decidedly the best actor to ever play the Green Goblin, and in case you forgot... Holy shit here. Talk about like I said, nobody is sleepwalking their through way through this except maybe Reese Ephens, who I think it was just CG'd in. Yeah, but every oh yeah, there's two know. specific people there. Yeah, yeah, right. But they were using the voice for the other one for the whole time. Thomas so so no, it, well, it was right.
1: also Rise Eiffel for the uh, Lizard as well. Even
2: with the lizard, I think even with the lizard, I think that his the character just had more. Personality. Yeah, it was a little more because believable. he's
0: mainly oh, yeah. the CG lizard the yeah. most of the time. That's not voiced by Reese Evans. I, yeah. I don't think so. Anyway. No, he was voiced. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah, that's I, what I was telling you in he was the fine credits. The yeah. voice. I think Thomas Hayden Church is fine as the voice of I Sandman. He, like here, even but... he was like really
1: good in it yeah. too. He's yeah. really good in it. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he's never like physically on screen. <laughs> I, I
0: thought there was there was a, you know like you always get frustrated with the Sandman because he's not super bright. He's kind of dumb. And his whole thing is he doesn't want to be a bad guy, but he also isn't going to stand for any bullshit that's getting in the way of, like, trusting his family. He doesn't trust yeah. anybody because everybody's always fucked him over. And you're kind of like, come on, dude, just give Peter a chance. <laughs> like, you started off doing this, right? I mean, I'm like, I every time in the comics there's a Sandman, uh, uh, Peter Parker team up, I'm like, yes, Sandman should be a superhero. I love I Sandman. really
2: enjoyed also, like, the moment where Peter does fix him. And there's this, there's some very clever face acting going on here yeah. where there's this moment where he's like, Oh, someone told me they were going to do something and they actually did it. And you can really see that that's like kind of a mind blowing thing that's
3: happening for yeah. the character. Yeah, right, oh, right.
1: Wait, which character? Thomas Hayden Church. Oh, Thomas yeah. Hayden Church. Yeah, hey, he's, he's the first one cured. Yeah. yeah, but his cure scene is just CGI sequences from Spider Man 3. <laughs> Was it? Yeah. That, wow. that part when he's like that, that's when the part when he gets hit by the water during the symbiote suit fight and he's going to rip off the thing because he fell in the water and that's why he's looking at regardless
0: in the context of this film you take away from it that he's kind of blown away that he
1: actually helped him oh i was too busy paying attention to the fact they're all Spider-Man three (laughs) sequences
0: (laughs) (laughs) like i but going back to William (coughs) defoe yeah he is like there's a sequence where peter's just like pummeling him in the face and he's just like maniacally laughing while he's getting punched repeatedly i'm like that's the fucking Green Goblin. I respect folks. Willem Dafoe. <laughs> I
2: will would not like to be in a room alone with him. No, <laughs> I, I, unless he's I'm the sure he's um. A very nice man. Unless he's no. the
1: life aquatic
0: one. I do. Wa- I do wish we kind of had seen like sort of what happened next, especially with his character, because once he oh, gets yeah. cured, you're like, wow, that guy's gonna have trauma to equal See, like the the Peters who lo- who've lost all three people Peters. Here. Yeah, exactly. I
2: was very invested in Ox future because I, you know, especially going back and rewatching Spider-Man Two before this you genuinely feel for the guy yeah, um, and, and you want good things for him. And so I just, I really am going to need Marvel to produce like just a little short. That's like Alfred Molina and his robot arms, just having a nice picnic, you know, <laughs> just, just,
1: Sipping tea. Yeah, you
2: know just having a nice day so, in the sunshine.
0: Because it didn't just steal from parallel worlds. It stole from parallel times as it established. Like these people were all grabbed before they died, which are in right. different time periods. Mm-hmm. So, when Tobey Maguire goes back, and now Alfred Molina's Doc Ock is there, but cured, are things going to happen completely differently now? Is it going to set up a new parallel timeline Here's, to here's the thing about
1: the timelines for the Tobey Maguire ones based on what they said. Um, no. Specifically because of what he, Alfred Molina said, is that I had him by the throat. And when he has him by the throat, that's the part when he knows he's Peter Parker. And at that point, the machine cannot be turned off they can only be drowned
2: does this yeah and the question and the other thing is like it, they explain in in event or in an end game like time travel doesn't work that way it's it's like you know if you go back in a certain timeline and you change something it doesn't change the future ah, because you've already had the future this so this is also
0: parallel dimensions. yeah so... So i'm, just, I I'm curious I'm if the goblin is gonna duck <laughs> if, if they don't aren't fixed when they get back then it kind of defeats the point of the entire third act of this film if they're not fixed so i disagree with you mike because like it's irrelevant that the version before he left had that thing with the chip. now I'm talking about just the machine. The, version the machine that, yeah, cannot be right. turned off. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, is the version that comes back is fixed and doesn't have that problem. So if he zaps in and replaces him right at that moment, he disappears, then... He'll go, oh, fuck, shit, I'm so sorry, Peter. What but that's doing? the
1: thing. That's the moment he says that and then has to drown the machine because it can't be turned off Right. because the sun is going to kill all of New York. <laughs> right. Well, maybe there turns out to be an alternate way of doing it. I don't know. It's the only thing I can think of. No, sorry, I'm sorry, This, it's this just, shit's can... way too nerdy for me at this point. I can go I on that's for I'll days. let about the
3: multiverse. Ready, <laughs> yes. go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: ah! So let's talk about Spider-Noir now.
0: No, there's no Spider-Noir here. Or Leopard, Leopard no-
1: on.
2: I, did, I will say that like, when they started bringing in more spider Man, I was like, Japanese Spider-Man? Anybody? Oh, well, that's coming no? in the next
0: okay. one. They've said very clearly that the classic 70s Japanese Spider-Man will be a major character in Woo-woo! the next Spider-Verse. See, they uh, couldn't,
1: they couldn't so. do live action because they lost the Leopard on suit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, oh I'm sorry, guys. I mean, That's right. I know the TV name from from of the robot. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the, like, the first cheer this movie got was where they're like, "We need a lawyer," and it's Charlie Cox playing Daredevil. Holy shit! The oh, yes, so whole good. crowd lost it. Was like fucking a, and then like you know, so he throws a brick from the window and he catches it, and I'm just like.
3: I just came in my pants a little. Well, <laughs> I like, and also, so how did you do that? It's like, I'm yeah. a really good lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> and I
2: guarantee you, Peter's gonna remember that. Like, I'm. There's got to be a Spider-Man Daredevil team up coming up. Like,
0: please, for yeah. love of God! Oh, he's coming back, baby! Oh, there's, uh, and, and, there's always a Spider-Man Daredevil team up. Yeah, always. and there yeah.
2: has to be like. Marvel's making a really big deal out of bringing the Netflix corner of the universe into the MCU. Some of it, anyway. Um, yes, yeah. <laughs> Iron, uh, like, Iron Fist is like.
3: Am I here, guys? Like, yeah, He's yeah, just yeah, waiting yeah. for the
1: call. He's just like, the sooner Iron Fist is coming. Iron Fist went home to, to his home planet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he died on his way there. Everything
3: but Iron Fist.
2: I would really love, you know, I know that they're pushing a lot of Young Avengers stuff and and a lot of um, and a lot of uh, Kate Bishop stuff. And you know Jessica Jones is a big part of Kate Bishop's sort of coming into the role of Hawkeye as well. So oh, I'm like so yeah. unbelievably stupid to see yeah. her brought into that. Yeah. Um, I
0: also want to see the Purple Man get resurrected somehow because David Tennant was one of the dirty most mouth. frightening villains. In the, scared the Purple shooter. Man <laughs>
2: ruined the Tenth Doctor for me. nope nothing ruined the Tenth Doctor for me. But it came really damn close. So you shut your Oh, he's such dirty, a great villain.
0: So top oh
3: five MCU villains. Top, yeah, so top five
0: MCU villains for me. Yeah, because yeah, he easily. genuinely
3: scared me in that. Yeah. Role. Oh, terrifying. So. Yeah. And I forget, like watching those shows, like oh wow, those were like violent, like yeah. they they did not like skimp away from like blood
1: sometimes. Just like like oh no, they he just fucking killed him. Jessica like, Jones is one of the most traumatizing Marvel things ever. So
0: let's just move to final thoughts, and Mike, you may go into final thoughts.
1: My final thoughts. Followed up
0: with your your number rating. So
1: my final, I actually I'll give a different rating or a different version of my rating. But uh, my final thoughts is that that,
0: because then we all have to do it. You
1: should. Uh, (laughs) My final thoughts are that the spider the Spider Man are here and I I'm all for it and I'm so fucking excited that the Spider Verse has consistently been a thing since the 90s cartoon. Yeah. And so and I just I it's it's the finale for these characters that I've wanted for a long time. Like it's the epilogue to Tobey Maguire, and it's the epilogue to Andrew Garfield, who deserved much better than what he got. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm so happy he got another chance at at, at being an amazing Spider-Man. Yes, pun intended. I don't get it.
0: (laughs) Well, no, he was more of a spectacular Spider-Man, really. Now I get it. He was
1: sensational sometimes, but um, Uh, uh, it was superior. (laughs) He was trapped in the web of Spider-Man. It was very ultimate, but uh, yeah. So the whole, (laughs) sorry, but yes, everything about this movie, Danny puts it, put it really, really well. A bunch of times you it's everything you expect it to be yeah. but you're never fucking just tired of it but my my new rating is uh is still 10 out of 10 uh, you know i'm something of a scientist myself
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you said that fucking line we all
1: went like
0: yes and it wasn't like a nostalgia like one of those like oh this doesn't make sense here you're just like oh that was just perfect danny
2: so i i mean I, i've said it a million times but go see this movie in the theater. It is an experience. It is a ride. It is a good time. You may think you know what you're walking into and you probably do and that's not going to rob you of any of the experience. Um, Just because you know where the roller coaster ends does not mean that you're not going to enjoy all of the ups and downs of it. Um, I was very impressed and pleased. I think this is a wonderful way for Marvel to close out all of the Spider-Man chapters within the last 20 years. I think it was a great way for Marvel to close out the year. Um, I just personally want to high-five everybody who had anything to do with this movie, and right. I give it 11, no, 12, because he's got two eyes, but 12 <laughs> out of 10 Jeez. Uh, uh, Willem Defoe, wild eyes. There you go.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this felt like Endgame to me, where it's this culmination of all these things coming together to make this huge, crazy, fun movie, like mm-hmm. Endgame was. And... This, it felt like it earned every portion of it. Even mm-hmm. if this was like an arc for three movies for Tom Holland, even though he's in Civil War and Endgame and Infinity War, blah, blah, blah. But for these three films, it felt like it earned it. And it's just such a fantastic way to do this really interesting fan service that wasn't for like fans of the comics, but fans of just the original movies, which I think that are more of the general audience than anything else Mm. and that was so interesting and cool that they pulled it off they did it so well that if you loved the sam raimi stuff if you hated the uh the mark webb stuff with the amazing spider-man it's like you you'll still find something so enjoyable about all of this to where it It pleases on every fucking level. I can't can't get enough of this. This is so fucking good. Still, it's 10 out of 10. Oh, goddammit, Mephistos. So many (laughs) goddamn Mephistos in this goddamn movie. Everywhere.
0: You know, the one thing we haven't discussed here is the fact that, and I bring this up precisely because Danny and I saw the new Matrix film yesterday, and we were both like, you guys can't even how do you fuck up filming action in a Matrix film? How do you not remember how to shoot action well in a Matrix film or choreograph it? I mean, that has never been a problem in an MCU film. Mm-hmm. Boy, was I super reminded of how incredibly complex it is to plot out, choreograph, shoot, and edit a film between with fight scenes between multiple spider man and multiple enemies and yet you still completely can follow what's going on the entire time. Yeah. And it looks real and it looks cool and you get thunked. You're like, oof, at points like, damn it does it the whole time and i just no pun intended marvel at that alone just like that was the fact they constantly realize how important that is and what a cornerstone that is of the mcu and they do it right pretty much every time is just astonishing to me because it ain't easy Mm -hmm. this knocks it out of the park this is the best live action spider-man film I'm not going to say it's better than the animated one, because your results may vary based on... I mean, that's a a perfect... That's apples
2: to oranges. That's a perfect 10 out of
0: 10 film as well. But it's about a different character, a different Spider-Man, a different experience, and it's animated. Right? I loved it. I loved this. This by far beats all the other Spider-Man films out there. I mean, the closest is 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 Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 2, which I think is great. But even that is kind of dated and has moments you're like, eh this just, we've never seen Spider-Man do anything like that. Hell, we've never seen another superhero do anything like this really, and I am yeah. including that animated Spider-Verse film, because this is the first time that they've gone, why don't we include previous versions of the franchises together and make them, and fix all the problems with them? Nobody's ever done that before. And that's it crazy! They did it seamlessly. that's yeah, crazy that they did it and that it worked. <laughs> because we all did it, and you forced me to, I'm gonna give this 10 out of 10 uh, glares from monkey the cat because he's like are y'all done yet (laughs) jesus christ how long is this review gonna go on (laughs) enough said
2: (laughs) come over here i'll pet you